Florida is a great state and deserves far, far better than that. Martha's Vineyard is uh, pretty peaceful this time of year. Everybody has their second home there. And as soon as the school year starts, they all return to the city and the, and Martha's empties out. And, and clearly, with all that going on, there's no room for 50 illegal immigrants. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. And this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Uh, gentlemen, I know you saw the news over the last few days. It's just been one of the most gut bustingly funny and wickedly smart political moves I've ever seen. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has had uh, at least 70 plane loads of illegal aliens sent to his state by President Joe Biden, uh, returned the favor by sending a busload of illegal immigrants to uh, a very ritzy Martha's Vineyard. And well, I assume you know the story from here. The locals gave a, a photo op breakfast and called a, 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 an emergency. They brought in, I believe it was 150 National Guardsmen. So three per per immigrant, stuck them back on the bus and sent them to I don't know where. Um, Bill, a sanctuary city is a city that does not enforce uh, federal immigration rules and also uh, forbids their own law enforcement from working with federal law enforcement on enforcing immigration rules. Uh, Do you think Martha's Vineyard, which is a sanctuary city, quite has that whole thing figured out? I think you've actually missed us a point in the definition. The definition of an American sanctuary city is a place where uh, the federal government is prohibited from pursuing uh, illegal aliens. It's a place where the local law enforcement is also prohibited from working against illegal aliens. And it's all of this is predicated on there not being any illegal aliens. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the essential working party uh, uh, of the of the definition that that, you, that you're missing. All of these Sorry. things are designed are designed to to deal with the problem so long as the problem doesn't arise. If the problem arises, we immediately go into full-on call the guys with the guns things. There's 50 people. 50. Think about that. Uh, my, I moved back to America this week. It's called The Invaders because uh, sim- right around the same time, not 50 people, but 500 were sent to Chicago. And the governor of Illinois declared a state of emergency for the state of Illinois because there were 50, 50, count- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in Chicago, it was 500 um, illegal aliens in, in the sanctuary city. And that was enough for him to basically mobilize the National Guard. So uh, this is the single most brilliant thing I have seen Republicans do since I've been uh, aware of politics ever. It is, it is the kind of thing that is absolutely decisive and overwhelming all of the of the left's political philosophies are predicated on virtue signaling and the reason a difference between virtue signaling and virtue is that virtue costs you something now if it turned out that the people in Martha's Vineyard did what they said they would do welcome these 50 people with open arms put them into their homes raise them as their own and so on i would still have a problem with uh, i'd still completely have a problem with illegal immigration but at least what they would be doing would be virtue by their own standards but once the people showed up there they were there for what for long enough to have a, a photo brunch you know, but yeah. try some try some of the uh, some of the pesto. It's fantastic. It's the best twenty two dollar slice of bread you're ever going to have in your life. And then and then 
adios. And there's video of them, you know, the thanking them for coming and te amo and, 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 and adios as they get on the bus. Have a good time in domestic Gitmo. Be sure to write, you know. Uh, <laughs> see, this is the thing, Steve. This is why it's so brilliant and why I made such a big deal about the, the state of emergency. If the governor of Illinois can declare a state of emergency because there are 500 illegal immigrants in his city arriving without notice, then why is it that Florida, Texas, Arizona, and we know California, New Mexico, why can they not, why have they not declared a state of emergency for 200,000 a month? So now we've got them, right? Now we've got them. Either, either 500 illegal immigrants in your state is enough to call out the National Guard and create a state of national emergency in your state, or or if Texas can accept 200,000, then Illinois can accept 200,000. And if Florida can accept 200,000, then Delaware can accept 200,000. And there's no way around it. And and this, this, what's the word I'm looking for? Spasm on the part of these sanctuary cities that are suddenly, instantly, and completely unexpectedly being asked to become sanctuary cities is absolutely as telling as as anything I've ever seen. These people do not believe what they want other people to do. It's never about what about what the right thing is to do. It's about, I want to be seen to be doing the right thing. I want to make you into somebody who's stupid, ignorant, and racist. You have to put up with these rules, but I don't because I'm going to be the kind of guy who has a sanctuary city until there are some actual uh, refugees in my sanctuary city, at which point I call the, the, the rifles and the guards, put these people on buses, get them the hell out of my neighborhood, and, and I do this immediately while places like Texas and, and Florida continue to accept massive numbers of these people without resorting to that kind of racist, nasty, mean-spirited response. So I think it's perfect, and I think he needs to keep doing it and do it and do it and do it until they stop or until they take them. But one, either is acceptable, I think. Yes. Uh, Scott, uh, in Washington, D.C., the mayor there, uh, Mayor Boyer, uh, she said back when Trump was president, this was sometime in 2017 when he was uh, actually starting to put some enforcement on uh, on our southern border. She said, D.C. values our dreamers, you know, the, the, the dreamer immigrants and our immigrant communities all will continue to find sanctuary in our city. Last week after your governor, <clears throat> excuse me, that was the end of the quote. I forgot the quote, Mark. Uh, Scott, last week uh, after your governor, Greg Abbott said a couple of busloads of immigrants to Washington, D.C. I think it was 100, maybe maybe 200 in total. Uh, here is what Mayor Boyer had to say. We're not a border town. We don't have an infrastructure to handle this type of a level of immigration to our city. We're not Texas. Um, does Texas have the infrastructure or the border states in aggregate have the infrastructure to deal with this bill? Correctly pointed out 200,000 illegal immigrants each month. This is an interesting problem. And I think what Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott have done is a great uh, conversation starter about a conversation that needs to have been happening for a long time. Turning Martha's Vineyard into a port of entry into the United States is brilliant because essentially what Democrats have been saying for years 
is that we need at a national level to address this issue. But the impact of this issue is not distributed on a national level. It's yeah. on a targeted local level, primarily on a state level in a few states um, that have to grapple with this on a regular basis. This is part of normal life in Texas, uh, normal life in Florida. And so forcing this conversation to say, okay, well, if you wanted to legislate about this uh, through your Democratic-controlled House of Representatives on a national level or uh, almost Democratic-controlled Senate or Democratic-controlled White House, well, then let's start treating every state as a port of entry. Uh, in fact, it may be a more efficient way to handle things. Let's make it, let's distribute the load across all 50 states and have each place have their own little gateway to America where they can process immigrants and handle the consequences, uh, both positive and negative, uh, of those folks coming into their area. And so I, I think they're showing that that's not what they had in mind at all. And in fact, it's much more convenient to legislate in Washington in D.C., but to actually grapple with the practical issues of it on the border in, in Texas uh, for them, because they don't have to really see what's going on. And that is so much, it, it perfectly encapsulates so much of what's wrong with what the, the national-minded people, rather than the state-by-state-minded people, think about things. They have broad views. What's that phrase, Bill, that you use that, you know, it it, it, it works in practice, but will it work in theory? Uh, is that the... <laughs> That's yeah. right. Love yeah. That. And so they, they'd much rather stay in the theoretical plane. Uh, but when you actually take a plane or a bus and bring, you know, as... as uh, as Iron Man said at one point, I'm bringing the battle to you, <laughs> uh, then you've got a whole different thing. Um, it, and I think that rather than National Guard troops, the welcome wagon would have been the appropriate response. I mean, a bunch of nice ladies <laughs> with little baskets of goodies and diapers and stuff <laughs> greeting these people would have been all the force we needed to deal with that because that's that's all the force we need in Texas most of the time. I mean, these folks come across the border and they live among us and they work among us. Um, but it's not fair to burden individual states with dealing with this, both from a social welfare point of view, as well as just from basically processing everything, um, if you're going to make rules at the national level. If you want to let Texas handle it, I'm sure Texas could legislate for its own benefit. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to add that. That's the that's the of course the obvious flaw in the DC mayor's argument. Well, we we can't handle this. This is Texas's problem. Well, if it's Texas's problem, stop telling Texas how to handle the problem, right? Stop legislating Texas into handling the problem the way that Martha's Vineyard wants to handle the problem until the problem from Texas actually gets to Martha's Vineyard, in which case now all of a sudden Martha's Vineyard is filled with white supremacist racists who call the police and bring those guns out. If there were guys on horseback with whips, they'd probably like it even better. So, yes, exactly. If you want to let Texas and the border states handle the problem, let them handle the problem. And don't complain unless you have to deal with this yourself. Now, there's a constitutional barrier to some of that to a certain extent in that in the Constitution, it is a federal government responsibility to uh, put together a, a uniform rule of naturalization, immigration and naturalization. So that that is a constitutional mandate upon the government. But that doesn't mean that it has to be handled the same way in Illinois as it's handled in Florida. And clearly, it is not. So, um, you know, I... I 
I feel, you know, I, I understand that it can be funny and to see people being forced a, in a Saul Alinsky-like way to live by their own rules. And, you know, you, you kind of embarrass them. I, but I do hope it really results in a legitimate conversation to say, okay, well, maybe because we live up around the Great Lakes and don't have to deal with this face to face, maybe we ought to see this a little differently. Yeah, you know, I saw a Babylon Bee headline, I think it was yesterday, saying that uh, Martha's Vineyard was getting revenge on Governor DeSantis by flying in 50 Karens to Florida. And thank goodness <laughs> that that's satire because uh, Florida is a great state and deserves far far better than that. Uh, story I neglected to mention is there was another busload of illegal immigrants sent to the Naval Observatory grounds in Washington, which is where the vice presidential vice president. uh, home is, the official residence there. Uh, lovely, lovely grounds. Uh, but it gets even better. I just saw a report this morning. I, I was doing too much show prep. I didn't have time to look into it yet. This hasn't broken yet, but apparently DeSantis has sent another busload of illegals to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. That is where uh, Sleepy Joe likes to spend so many of his three-day weekends. Can't wait to see what he has to say about that. Think he'll say anything at all? Stay tuned. And that's your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Just a quick reminder, content like this needs supporters like you. If you've been watching these shows for free, well, do us a little favor and click the notification button, the thumbs up button, that kind of thing. That helps keep us on the air. Even better would be if you went to BillWhittle.com and became a member today or just make a one-time donation. Tip us a buck if you like today's segment. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. 